Welcome to From the Bronx with Love, a podcast where we explore pop culture, food, music, and as a bonus, random rants, all done with a multicultural lens. We're your hosts, Karen and Dom. Hi. Hello, Dom. How are you? I'm doing good. And what about you? I'm doing well. Okay, so I'm doing well, but I'm also like slacking a lot. <laughs> and I've actually been talking to a friend, um, not you actually. Okay, rude. Offense. I know. I was like, I was just going to say, don't take any offense. But I just like didn't want to ruin your streak. You've been kicking it so much at the gym. And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to let her do her thing. I'm going to let her rock. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. And so I've been like kind of talking to my friend who she's like, oh, I'm just now getting to the gym. I was like, thank God you're around because I can't talk to my gym friends about this. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I've been slacking. I think I'm going to go back um, on Friday. Okay. I think that's pretty good. And then... Yeah, you'll just have like a good start on a Friday and then you, you are going on the weekend, right? Yes. That's okay, why yeah. I decided on Friday. Oh yeah, that works out great, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've been trying to be consistent with the gym. At least trying to go like three times a week. So I think I'm, I'm yeah, I think I'm pretty good with that. And then also FYI guys, I know this is like far it's still a few months for this, but Dom <laughs> already picked out our Halloween costumes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so now it's like, okay, if I'm going to dress up as this person, I need to have the body mm-hmm. <laughs> to rock the outfit. So that's kind of like one of the things that I'm using just to keep me motivated. Oh, that's awesome. I have not been thinking that, about that at all. What should be motivating me is that in May, I will be running a 5K. And <gasps> right. I'm just like, oh, well, ever, whatever. It's May. It's February now. But like February is almost done. <laughs> well, yeah, we only have like, what, like three days left in February? Yeah. It's the shortest day. But at least, you know, we're getting that paycheck soon. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yep. So that's what you've been up to lately, just trying to get back onto the gym groove. Yeah, like like mirror talking to myself, waking up in the morning, like you can do this, and then falling right back asleep. Oh. <laughs> All right, cool, cool. Oh, by the way, I wanted to share something with you. I don't know if you yes. saw my tweet last week. Yeah, I tweeted that I got some hair extensions and I was feeling so fierce. <laughs> I actually did not see that. How what rude. I don't know. I guess you don't have the alerts for me. Now I see how it is. Oh my goodness, guys. Just so you know, <laughs> always have your alerts on for Karen. And- <laughs> <laughs> because I will check with you and be like, remember that post on Saturday at this time? Da, da, da. <laughs> but anyway, so yeah. I got some hair extensions because, you know, like I always wear my hair straight, but recently I felt like it was just like looking so blah, like just flat. And I don't know. I didn't like it. It was just too flat. Like I like my hair straight, but not flat. It didn't look like it had any volume in it. And so I bought these hair extensions and I am obsessed with them. I'm, I'm, 
caressing the hair right now as we speak. And the thing is that they were pretty affordable because I had seen some other ones that I, from this YouTuber that I follow. And I was like, okay, she has her hair kind of like the same length as mine, similar color. I'm going to check out which extensions she got. Girl, when I looked at that price, I was like, no way. These extensions were like $300. I was, uh, 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 no, I want like, you know, volume in my hair, but not that much. So then previously I had bought other extensions, which I dyed pink and kind of like a turquoise color because I didn't want to commit to the actual color. So I figured like, okay, I'll dye these extensions and just wear them once in a while. So I went back and I purchased those, the same brand, obviously in a hair color that matched mine. And I am obsessed with them. And I only paid $30 and there's a whole bunch of them. I have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Wow. Seven pieces. We definitely need to do an episode about hair because we do <laughs> because I feel like I have gone through the phase where I've done like the affordable route and I've gone through the phase where I've done the higher end. Okay. I just follow a ton of like hair um, people. I think if anyone who's on Instagram, I would suggest to follow Antoinette Lisa. She's great. I think she's so good with in her installations. Um, and I think she's so pretty. Um, yeah, that's like very high end, but there it's a range. Um, yeah, I, yeah, I noticed. It's like a whole, it's it's like, a whole world. It's, yeah, that's what I was going to say. It's a whole world. And I think like for me, I, I decided to go kind of like, you know, the, the more affordable side, just because these, I put them underneath like my actual hair just mm-hmm. to bring, like give it a boost. Mm-hmm. So I, I I don't think it's as bad. It actually like feels very nice and soft. And I've been wearing them for the past four days. I've gotten a lot of compliments on my hair. Ooh la la. Yeah. So I was like, okay, I am loving this. And now it's just like, I'm, I don't know how I went so long without a hair oh extension. Karen, when I post a selfie, now you understand. You I understand. know. Now I get it. And now what I'm waiting for is probably over the weekend, I might curl it. And I just want like that baba boom hair. And yep. yeah. Oh, I wonder who inspired you to have baba boom hair. <laughs> I wonder who uh, right? the co-host is with the deep waves. Oh, I love your waves. I honestly like, I love them, but you know, I can't do long hair. So that's true. Yeah. But you for any, in my, in my opinion, but I know you can't like, you really can't do it. <laughs> yeah. I, I love to, to admire girls with long hair and like your waves. I've always told you they are amazing, but, and then sometimes I'm like, well, I mean, I can grow my hair, whatever, but then I'm like, no, it's just too much work. I don't have the patience for it. I honestly, Dom, give you so much props for just having that beautiful, voluptuous hair because I can't do it. I don't have the patience. Yeah. Well, I'll, my trick is, and I don't know how people like, love this hairstyle so much because it's just, like seriously, just like a lazy day hairstyle. 
But um, I'll always like braid my hair like midweek because I'm all, like already tapped out by Wednesday. <laughs> by Wednesday, oh. Thursday, I'm ready. Okay, I'm done with the upkeep. I'm tired, so I'm just going to braid my hair. But even um, that braid looks amazing. I get so many compliments on the braid. And I'm just like very confused because I'm like, don't people know I'm just being lazy? <laughs> <laughs> It looks so great. I, I always love your braid. And it, if I wore a braid, it would just look ridiculous. Like, no. Well, you know what? Now that you like hyped it up for the listeners, our first live show, I have to have the braid now. You do. Mm-hmm. You have to have kind of like the braid and a little bit of wave. Mm-hmm. You just have to have it all. The volume. Yeah. Pressure. So, yeah, I, I guess we can do a whole episode about hair because it is kind of like a big deal. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. But, yeah, I'm just loving my hair extensions. Just wanted to share with you guys. <laughs> one question, though. When you, sure. were saying, excuse me, when you were saying that your hair um, seemed flat, what happened to you overdosing on biotin? Well, okay. <laughs> So the biotin works great to give you that shine mm-hmm. and your hair obviously grows faster, but it doesn't help with like actually like giving it volume or anything like that. I see. Yeah. Cause my hair still grows kind of like at a rapid pace compared to before, yeah. but uh, no, I or maybe it's just my type of hair. I have very like thin, straight hair. Mm-hmm. And so I always flat iron it just because it gets a little bit like frizzy and I don't like that. But even then I've seen girls that flat iron their hair and they still have volume versus mine. It just looks like blah and I don't like it. Right. But now. For those who don't know, when I say Karen is overdosing on biotin, I believe like the recommended amount is like in the low hundreds right yeah i'm not going to google the recommended daily okay so the recommended daily intake is 100 mcg oh, what karen was taking what were you taking like five thousand? yes but dude they sell them at cvs <laughs> <laughs> okay you know what actually after we had that conversation, because before I would take them every single day, and then I kind of freaked out, and I was like, there must be some kind of negative effect if there's so much biotin in my body. So now kind of like I'll take them like three times a week. Um, sometimes, I, I believe during the winter time there was like a whole month that I completely forgot about taking them because I ran out, and then I didn't buy them. So I, I, yeah, now I try to like take less of it. <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> I really should ask a doctor about that. <laughs> I remember when I saw your dosage and you're like, yeah, I take this every day. And I'm like, um, <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, but speaking about that though, I changed actually to a different brand and the ones that I'm taking now, I actually noticed that they're helping me grow not only like my hair, like my head hair, but also my eyebrows. Oh, Yeah, because you know how I always fill in my eyebrows because 
they're really thin, but now they're actually growing back and they're a little bit fuller. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, it's great. So I'm, I'm going to continue buying this brand because I've actually noticed that on my eyebrows, which I love. Yeah. All right. So I guess that was like our little catching up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ready to go on to our next segment? Absolutely. All righty. So you guys know how in the last episode I was, I had a little rant about the fact that I was trying to just pick up some healthier food selections and my supermarket had a very, very limited selection and they had a wide range of sodas, chips and cookies and basically anything that is unhealthy. And that's kind of what we wanted to focus this episode on and just share how we kind of like are trying to to take the healthier route, but also still keeping our, you know, traditional foods. Yeah. Yeah, because I'm noticing increasingly too when I'm just speaking to people within like my culture, you, it can be a range like young or old. They're just like, how do you do it? And I'm like, yeah, how do I do it? <laughs> and how do you do it in a way that you do keep like a semblance of authenticity, but you still want to be really healthy, you know? Um, and we were talking. I felt like when you were talking about the Bronx and like how like your local supermarket where you, you expect to have nourishment or like, you know, choices for nourishment is letting you down. Like, how do you navigate that as someone who wants to be more health conscious? Right. So, yeah. Those like that, like to me, I like spent the whole week pretty much thinking about that. Not actively thinking, but um, <laughs> because I don't actively think. Um, <laughs> like, that would like, be a reoccurring thing that would pop up in my mind. Like, yeah, you know, like there's something that has to be done. There are things that can be done. There are things you can do like at a very local level and like at a very personal level too. And I think like it's important for us to share like our, our navigation through this. <laughs> yeah. yeah. How has it been since we last spoke? I guess. Okay. Right. So it's actually been better than I thought. Okay. However, uh, a lot of the things that I purchased did not come from my local supermarket. Mm-hmm. I had to purchase them from the local supermarket near my job, which is actually, you know, in the city. Okay. And... That's that's how I managed to find, you know, healthier options on like yogurt and other things that I like, but just <laughs> like the healthier version. Now, I wouldn't say the organic, but just finding like healthy substitutes for certain things. And it's actually going pretty well. I do, however, notice that every single morning when I pack my my lunch basically for the day, I end up packing more than usual just because 
Before I would eat a lot of meat and I think that's what kept me full throughout the day. But now that I'm not, like I'll get hungry more often. So I have to have snacks. And in order for me to not have, you know, let's say chips or a cookie or something, I need to have a lot of fruits. Yeah. So you bring up a really good point um, about meat. Meat is actually calorically dense, which means it's like really packed in calories. So you can have a small amount of meat for like 600 calories, and that's going to keep you feeling satiated um, for a while. But the thing when you're like not eating meat, um, which is kind of a good thing because vegetables and grains tend to be lower in calorie and high fiber. And you're able to eat a lot more and like you eat a lot more that makes you feel full. And then the fiber works really well for your body and metabolism. So um, that for me, like you can have a really hearty meal of 600 calories with just like plant that's plant based as opposed to having like a piece of meat and like starch. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So that was that like you brought up a really good point. Like I had like I had to learn that too when I was starting to go plant-based. Was that oh, like when they say calories like matter or count, that's what they're talking about. I than <laughs> saying like I sit around and I literally count all my calories, but I understand like the ratio and how it's different from like meat to plant-based and then the fact that like being plant-based means you can eat a lot more yeah (laughs) so I'm like oh I kind of like that it allows me to eat a ton more food yes I've noticed that too and I like I told you I pack like a bigger (laughs) lunch bag you can say (laughs) Mm -hmm. uh over the weekend it was just kind of tricky to uh, you know, have those healthier options just because I kind of have a side gig. So we get food there and, you know, obviously like it's whatever they have. So I can't be like, no, excuse me. I am on like this exclusive diet. Da, da, da. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I'm just like, okay, I eat healthy during the whole week. So if I have like chicken or some meat, I don't think it's it's as bad. Yeah. And I think um, becoming a reducitarian or like being plant-based, instead of saying you're full-out vegan or vegetarian, uh-huh. does allow for flexibility, especially if you are just like really starting out. Right. Um, because, yeah, like you, I honestly don't think anyone can really cut things like you've been eating out of your life back. Quickly. That quickly, yeah. I think it's like a a uh, it's a slower transition because mm-hmm. I feel like if you just cut it from one day to another, the chances that you are probably going to like eat a whole steak are high because you you're still missing that right. Versus right now, like. The, the past week, like since we recorded the last episode, I didn't have any meat up until the weekend. And then I was like, okay, well, this is not as bad as compared to what I was doing before. 
And I was like the opposite. I think I had every single day I had meat. And now that at the time that we're recording this, I haven't had meat since Thursday of last week. Okay. Yeah. So five days. (laughs) I did it. I'm so strong. (laughs) I did see your most recent Instagram story, though. You were cooking something that looked very delicious with some kind of oil or butter. I don't know what the hell that was. (laughs) Did not know that... There was like plant-based butter. I mean, I should have known because I like follow all these like vegan people and they like have like plant-based eggs at this point. (laughs) But um, I was shopping, did grocery shopping today um, with the thought of our topic of discussion in my my mind. Um, And I was just going to get grab butter because like I still think that like I'm mean more towards vegetarian, pescatarian. Sometimes I will have fish if there's like really no other option to just like be straight from plant-based. Right. Um, So I'll have like dairy products that aren't milk because I am like, I can't have milk, like cow's milk. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, so I was like, just gonna grab regular butter. And then I saw this one butter that like said soy free. And I was like, oh, this must be vegan. And I looked at it and I read it more and it is. And oh my God, it's changing my life. I still can't stop like raving about it. <laughs> People have like slid into the DMs. And yes, my DMs are open for all you listeners. I love to chat on the internet. But yeah, people <laughs> like sliding into the DMs and they're like, how is the butter? That looks amazing. And I'm like, you don't even understand. Like I've only had a couple like, you know, tablespoons of it and I'm obsessed. I've already like toasted some rye bread, which is my favorite bread in the entire world. So like I toasted and smeared some butter on that. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> I did. So my dinner was, so for what Karen is referring to, I made just like a really simple like black bean patty with some arugula, um, chili paste and onions. And I sauteed it in the butter. And let me grab the title of the, like the name of the brand, just so we can share it with listeners. But yeah, it's been so good. Like I've just had a little bit of it. And I'm like, so then can you taste the difference? I guess. No. Huh. That's, 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 that's why I'm obsessed. Interesting. Everyone who is interested, it's called Earth balance it is a butter um substitute and it says on the um on the container great buttery taste non-gmo vegan and soy free so it's a buttery spread made with 78 percent vegetable oils okay mm-hmm. yeah it just it tastes good it tastes, yeah and was it expensive it was. Because uh. I remember looking at um, another brand of butter and it was around two nineteen. This is four dollars, four sixty-nine. Oh, okay. It's it's not as bad as I thought though. I thought it was gonna be more. Oh, like how much more? 
I thought it was going to be probably like $6, oh maybe. I'm not even looking at it. <laughs> I, mean, I do think it's pretty expensive, but I was like, it's kind of worth it. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. And I, I think it's uh, reasonable. Yeah, it was like reasonably within. So I, with for me, I have like. I have like a threshold when it comes to spending. So if it is, if it like goes past $10 for like really household items, I'm not looking at it. So okay. if it went past $10, I was like going to be like there. Yeah. Like that's not happening. Yeah. That's but insane. If it passed $5 for butter, I was not going to pay more than $5 for butter. <laughs> So that's the thing with that I'm referring to, because you see, for certain foods that we have that we love, there could be healthier alternatives to preparing it. But I think a lot of the times, like people are not informed. And then also, let's not forget that in our supermarkets, that healthy butter is not available. So then it's like our people are cooking with whatever they have on these supermarket shelves. So, and a lot of them don't even have like the time to go to the city just to get some butter. You get it? Right. So that is kind of like why I was also frustrated because it was like, okay, well I work there. I I'm, I'm in the city every single day. I can easily stop by before I head home and grab some stuff. But not everyone is going to go to the city just to do their grocery shopping. No. So that, that's why it's like, okay, well, I understand that you're not going to change the whole supermarket and make it into a Whole Foods because obviously that is probably a signal of gentrification. Exactly. However, you should at least offer kind of like have just like a small section on like healthier options. I think, yeah, what you're suggesting. Oh, sorry. Mm. <laughs> What you're suggesting is very reasonable. That right? At least start off with a smaller section. Maybe there isn't a demand, and probably there isn't a demand because people just don't know or people are misinformed about what it means to be not even plant-based, but to just have like organic foods. Yeah. Foods that are better for you. You know what I'm saying? Yes, I, I think that that's what it is. Yeah. And the only thing, though, that I actually think is uh, it's it's good around my neighborhood because throughout the whole year, they have the street vendors with fruits and veggies. And during the summertime around Clinton High School, mm-hmm. There's this small hill before you go actually to Clinton High School. And there's like this, like, what do they call it? There's a specific name for it. But they these people come every single weekend and they bring like, you know, corn and what else do they bring? Cilantro. It's a lot of like veggies, but I believe it's fresh and it's on the weekends only, though, I believe. But still, I feel like people do have more access to healthier, like, veggies and fruits and everything. So that's where I always buy mine, because they're way cheaper than they are at the supermarket. That they is, will. 
such a good sorry not to cut you off but oh, no, no. such a good point like um and i guess that goes into like um supporting local street vendors which yes absolutely think you should because one this is a capitalistic society and everybody gets your coin you know what i mean <laughs> yep um whole foods and Amazon can merge together and be a conglomerate and be an even bigger company than it already is, then you know what? The person who's selling, um, what is it called? I only remember it in um, French, fresco, which is like shaved ice, basically. Um, Raspado? I guess. Yeah. In it, French wait, Creole, it's called fresco. Okay. It's the shaved ice and then With they the put syrup. the flavor. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so it's the same thing different words oh okay yeah we call it raspados okay yeah the person <laughs> who's doing that or like selling flowers right outside of graduation yes yes selling mangoes with a little bit of tahine right uh, yes yes that's exactly how you those say those people have every single right to make money and to contribute to this economy and like grab their coins yep. as Whole Foods and all these other retailers. Yes, I totally agree. And you actually do bring a very good point because I did see this a lot on social media for Valentine's Day. A lot of people were like, you know, and even I posted on the podcast Instagram, like, you know, support like your local flower shops. And, you know, there's people that just sell flowers on the very big occasions and still like support them. If you see someone out there with like their, their card or whatever, support them. Honestly, like all these other bigger flower companies, they have millions. Yeah. So definitely like support your local street vendors. By the way, are, are you juicing? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> Why? Did it seem like I was juicing? No, no, no. I, I'm, I'm just asking because I know that, like back, like probably like last year, I would do it even during the winter time. But then, like I mentioned, like there were some points where it was just getting like way too expensive, mm-hmm. and so I stopped doing that for the winter time. So now I'm only going to have my juices during the summer season. Yeah, I. There are a couple of things that I just like never am steady with. It's trying to have a solid sleep schedule for a week and juicing. Like I, <laughs> I start out strong and like by Friday I'm done. So I, <laughs> I'm like, I'm not even a person who's like juicing is like so bad for you with the carbohydrates and blah 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 and the sugars blah 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 I'm like it's whatever it's all right um so I'm not even like a hardliner against juicing I'm just like that's not it's not written in the stars for me to juice okay I actually love juicing Mm -hmm. but mostly I'll have green juices which my green juices are like spinach what else? Spinach, uh, celery, romaine lettuce, some green apples. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think like that's my favorite one. And so, like going back, do you do you make these juices yourself, or like you're getting them at local vendors? No, I make them myself. And you get like these items at local supermarkets, or? Ah, uh, no. Have- I get them from like the fruit, like the street vendors, the fruit stands. 
Okay. Wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. So when we hear that, like the Bronx or like urban areas are food deserts, I feel like they really are talking in terms of what you were expressing your frustration about, which was like the supermarkets. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, because there's like a little hidden economy or like an ecosystem when it comes to food that's like in the street vendors. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yep, definitely. So that's why, um, like I told you, for the winter time, I stopped juicing because obviously like there's certain veggies and fruits that are not like available during the winter season. Mm-hmm. And if they are, they're obviously more expensive. So, which is part of the reason why I stopped juicing. Uh, I still, what I do get a lot are my cucumbers. I can't live without my cucumbers. But besides that, yeah, like I just cut down on the winter time because during the summer, obviously, like there's more variety and the prices are better as well. But yeah, the the like the the street vendors they have really good options on like strawberries and mangoes. What else? What else? Uh, apples, bananas, peaches, blueberries, spinach, uh, broccoli. Like you name it, I've seen it around my area, so I can't complain about that. Yeah, so where I'm originally from, Rockland County, 845, um, we don't have a lot of, like, street vendors, but we do have a substantial amount of farmer's markets. So those are, like, independently owned, usually owned by families, generations in the families, and it's more than often owned by um, Korean immigrants. Oh. Yeah. So they will have like all the foods, all of the foods, like sweet potato batata. Okay. I don't know if you've ever had that. It's uh, like South American yam sweet potato. I think I know which ones you're referring to, but I've never had them. Oh, so good. Am I missing out? Yes. It's really good. Um, so they'll have that, they'll have yucca, they'll have this other root vegetable that I I don't know the English version to, but it's called malanga. I don't know if you've ever heard of that. Malanga? Yeah. No. Can you describe it? It's, I don't, it's like a yam. That's all I know. It's a oh. root vegetable. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm like, hold on. Malanga. Yeah, it's a root vegetable. That's like what comes out. I I don't know. Oh, yeah, yes. These are like yams, aren't they? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm looking it up now. Yes. Yeah, so they have that. Mm-hmm. And like these are things that I, there's no way I'm going to find that at ShopRite or Stop and Shop. <laughs> you know what I mean? But these are like foods that like, I grew up eating, and they're also very healthy foods. Like, these are root veggies. So, and yucca. Did I mention yucca? I feel like I already said yucca. No, well, you haven't mentioned it so far. Okay. <laughs> no, I love it so much. Um, yucca, plantains, and, like, if you want real good plantains, you're going to go to the farmer's market. If you want eh, plantains or, like, plantains to, like, 
quickly fry up that's not all that great but it's great fried you go to costco that's oh, what I learned my mom okay mm-hmm. speaking of costco he just made me think about the costco rotisserie chicken oh yeah that's good oh. when i used to eat chicken that was <laughs> yeah i love that chicken mm-hmm. besides the chicken from pio pio let's not forget that Oh, the chicken that you told me that I should have when I actually <laughs> did transition to being a vegan. You're like, oh, yeah, let's go to Pio Pio. And I was like, oh, cool. What do they have there? And you're like, if you don't have the chicken, you're missing out. And I'm like, okay, what plant is chicken? <laughs> oh, my God. I still remember that. Yeah. I don't know what I was thinking. That I was like, yeah, you should try the chicken. <laughs> you should try the chicken I was like I'm not eating meat but you're like but it's chicken and I'm like that's a meat <laughs> <laughs> I mean what else can you possibly get at Costco though I usually I just go there for like detergent in bulk um, we buy so much food at Costco really I've never really bought food except for the chicken and the big pack of croissants <laughs> Oh, yeah, those croissants are great. I'll buy, I think I've bought, like, the past birthdays that I've had. For the past six years, I've always had, like, a sheet cake from Costco. Because they last me, like, a good month. Huh. Mm -hmm. Their cakes are good. Very fluffy, very airy. Oh, I've never had the cakes. Very good. Girl, um, we're yeah. trying to talk about being healthy, and here we are we talking about our own conversation. Chicken and cake <laughs> and croissants. Like, that is not healthy at all. Balance? Can we do that? Balance, <laughs> <laughs> so folks. Flexible eating. <laughs> that is a true. sheet cake in one night, and then also have a green juice the next day. <laughs> the next, yes. <laughs> For detox. Oh my god! Yeah, that's very true. We do no. have a disclaimer that this is not our everyday. No, 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 not day. at all. No, and like I mentioned before, I'll eat healthier during the week, and then obviously, like I'll sin a little bit during the weekend. <laughs> but also because that's what coming are for. Yeah. and also coming from like a traditional Mexican household. You know for sure that I'm always going to have tacos, chiles rellenos, gorditas, mm-hmm. mole, like you name it. I will have it all. So also when I go to family gatherings, I just find it a bit of a struggle to be saying, oh, no, thank you. Like, do you have veggie tacos or something? <laughs> oh, my goodness. And I feel, I feel like I would just get judged so much in my family and people would be like oh like who does she think she is now demanding like veggie tacos we need to do a follow-up with someone who is latino in the community and plant-based and has been for years and i know a couple i like follow them on instagram i can't call them to mind right now Mm -hmm. but I think we like need a training session <laughs> and I really do feel like this is like a coming of age for first generation immigrants 
Yeah, yeah. Just, like, need a training session because, girl, when I was at the height of being plant based, it was right in the middle of Thanksgiving. And I just like didn't even open my mouth. I was like, I'm not even gonna say that I'm not gonna eat turkey. I just like <laughs> had the turkey, ate it. And I was how I rationalized it was that I hadn't had um been uh, vegan or <clears throat> or strictly plant-based long enough for it to have an adverse effect on me because okay. when you do stop eating meat you and for a really long time it's hard to go back because you start to lose the ability to you know metabolize it so I haven't reached that point so I was like okay if I have meat it's not gonna kill me whereas opposed to like if I didn't have meat for three years and then they're like stuffing it down my throat it would make me gravely uncomfortable and then because I'm uncomfortable I would text you and be like I'm dying so aka it would have killed me you see that's another thing why another reason actually why I don't want to go like completely plant-based or anything like that because then you know I love my steaks right oh god so so then I'm wondering one day what happens if I just eat like all these like veggies and fruits and then the next time I have a steak my body is gonna reject it <laughs> uh-huh <laughs> then you would be like I'm dying <laughs> yes I'm then I would be Karen <laughs> still would leave her body Well, the reason why I actually started going to uh, trying to be plant-based was because one, I was like diagnosed as like, partially lactose intolerant, so I can have like dairy products in small doses, but I really can't have milk and like ice cream together. Oh. Like I really can't have a milkshake because that will like actually kill me. It won't. <gasps> um, <laughs> but it makes me gravely ill. So I was like, okay, you know, I'm going to cut, I'm going to reduce like my dairy intake, especially when it comes to the sugary stuff, because lactose is the sugars in milk that I just can't break down. Mm-hmm. Um, and I remember during that period, I was also eating a substantial amount of red meat, just like, not like by any, not by design. It was just like, I was going out and like, it would just like I would gravitate towards a steak or uh-huh. um, I remember this very clearly I went um out with someone and we went to like this barbecue place and he was just like sampled all this like meat and it was all <gasps> basically beef. yummy wait 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 Wait, is it like okay because I remember uh, it was a while ago I went to this place right Look at me getting all excited talking about meat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I went to this place where you would come in, grab your plate, and just serve yourself. Like they had a variety, like salad, rice. I think they had some beans. Just kind of like the 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 companion, you know, for all this meat, like whatever you chose. And then people would come and just ask you, oh, do you want a chicken wing? Do you want the steak? Do you want this wing? Do you want this or that? And they would like actually bring it to your table and cut it right off like this little stick that they would carry. Girl, 
I walked out of there and I think I even unbuttoned my jeans. <laughs> and the people that I, after a, for a point, I was just like, no, thank you. I can't have any more. And my friends were like, no, 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 have more. I was like, dude, I'm not even going to finish it. So I'm not even going to ask for it. Like I already hit my limit. Mm-hmm. But yeah, we all walked out of there so stuffed. That's funny. No, <laughs> that's not what, that's not where I went. Okay. I went to Famous Dave's Barbecue. Huh. I've never heard of that place. Yeah, it's like, I guess it's like BBQ's in Times Square. Is it? Is it? It's in Times Square? No, there's another like barbecue place called oh. BBQ's in Times Square. Oh, you mean like, like, oh yeah, like the Dallas BBQ in Times Square. Yes. Yeah, that's okay. essentially what it was. And it was just like gave you huge portions and like oh. it gave you ribs, rib tips, um other <laughs> cuts of meat. And yeah, it was all really well seasoned. It was great. And I gonna be pretty TMI. I was so blocked up for a week and a half, y'all. I was <laughs> like, uh-uh. No. <laughs> I was cranky. I was crabby. I was not a good oh person. Oh my god! And I'm like, what's going on? What's changing in my mood? And once I, you know, <laughs> released, I realized, <laughs> oh, something's got to change. Oh wow! Yeah, I mean, I can't eat from famous days anymore. But like, I just it kept getting progressively like that. Like oh. that was the end point. Like I had had red meat, and I felt like my di- like I could not get my digestion to be where it was every time I finished having I think um it kind of started when I had that steak at like one of my the my favorite French restaurant that we always go to the Green Monkey oh yes <gasps> stop it now yeah, I want to go steak ruined me oh <laughs> yeah so that's kind of like when my transition kind of started after like famous days famously effed up my diet like my diet (laughs) oh that sucks yeah um and I was like you know what maybe I shouldn't have the cow because I can't have cow's milk now I can't have like the meat the meat I'm gonna let cows be and then I like (laughs) yeah I'm a hero again (laughs) look at you saving those cows so I can eat them I'm kidding. I'm kidding, you guys. This episode is all supposed to be about, like, just how we transition. And I think what we're doing instead is just talking about how delicious meat is and my love for it. (laughs) I guess it's part of the journey, honey. No, but honestly, like, I have tried to cut down. I do not eat as much meat as I I used to. Yeah, like I said earlier in the episode, um, I think becoming a reducitarian is a very good bet yeah your best bet yeah so um when I was like oh all last week I had me I'm exaggerating but normally (laughs) (laughs) I am very like 90 percent or even 95 percent plant-based and like sparsely I eat meat right yeah and I think that's like essentially where I think a majority of people, if they're thinking of like going into a more 
healthy and like vegan lifestyle, I, I really would suggest to be more plant-based and yeah. then reduce your intake of meat yep. before cutting it all together. And also salt. I feel like um, some dishes that are now prepared here at home have a higher amount of salt than I'm currently used to. How do you figure? Because I can taste it. And like, is there a reason why like you're noticing the difference or is just like your mom just has a heavier hand now? She, she, no, no, no. I think like before I was used to it. And then after I started cooking my own food, I started using less and less salt. Like I still use it, right? But not as like in big amounts. Mm-hmm. And now that I taste her food, I'm like, oh, shoot. Like, we've been having food that is high in salt, but we didn't realize it. And then when they taste my food, they think it's all bland. Girl, we might have to scrap because <laughs> why? I'm having the same problem with my parents. They oh. don't put anything in their foods because I get it. They like they both suffer from hypertension, so like obviously they're not gonna like put a ton of salt in their food. But there is even like this one dish where my mom said she seasoned it. I was like, this is this is a lie, and this is garbage. <laughs> but I was like, I love you still, but don't lie to me. Um, <laughs> because it was so bland and like there's no way it was so it's such a good dish too it was um yuca of course and um black bean sauce and rice and avocado so that was like what I was eating and I'm like the black beans were so flavorful (laughs) but like it just needed salt and like the minute I put like a tiny pinch of salt it was like it like came to life and I feel like maybe I'm your mom and you're my I, mom. Yes, I do <laughs> think so. <laughs> but you know what I've noticed, though, actually, that I can live without less salt in my life. Mm-hmm. But I can't live without sweets. Oh, no. You know me and sweets. You can't do that. So. You would die. I'm into the microphone <laughs> before we give up sweets. Literally die. <laughs> like making this podcast lightning strike us dead before we're like "Mm, you know what let's not have a cupcake today (laughs) that would be the end of the world it would be (laughs) Uh, yeah I just can't give up my sweets but you know I've also like tried to find like alternatives like I told you like I'll have um, more fruits now so I think like I'll, I'll like cut down my intake, but I will n- never leave sweets. Exactly. You know, I will say, and this is such a good recipe for me for like transitioning more into like more natural sweets and like having more fulfilling sugars instead of like having something that's like super sweet and that's just gonna get you like a sugar rush. And then you crash a lot Mm -hmm. because I've been noticing that I crash a lot when I do have a cupcake or a donut um, or even like a sugary coffee drink. My crashes are harder and heavier. Um, But this recipe, it's like my go-to now because it's so satiating. It's satisfying for me and it's sweet. 
um, but not overtly. And it's all like naturally sweetened. It's um, sweetened by honey and a little bit by like the coconut milk. But I'll make overnight oats because I'm a sucker for oh, yes. breakfast items. So I'll make overnight oats with like sweetened um, chocolate coconut milk, mm-hmm. which probably is something you cannot find at all in the Bronx, except if you go to like Riverdale Gourmet Market. Um, coconut milk? Yeah. Yeah, no, I've seen almond milk, but no, not coconut milk. Yeah, this is great. It's like so, it's such a nice texture. Um so we'll leave a link where you can essentially order it online <laughs> if, you're, if you're so inclined to use it. But it's, yeah, so it's chocolate because we love, we love our chocolate, you and yep. I. Yep. So it's mm-hmm. chocolate coconut milk. It's um, the quick oats. And I buy like the really, like just like not even the name brand quick oats. I don't use Quaker oats. I use like the either if I'm going to Target or like Whole Foods or I'm like at the supermarket at ShopRite. It's like whatever the store brand is, the generic brand. Oh, is. yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's generic brand quick oats. And I put almond butter in it for nuttiness because I love that contrast. And I will put honey and cinnamon and strawberries and blueberries. And I will add chocolate chips, like semi-sweet Yummy. chips. Or I'll do like dark chocolate, but it's a little bit sweetened. And that's like... That sounds delicious. Yeah. And like it's oatmeal, so which is a complex carb and it keeps you satisfied for longer. Oh yeah. Yes. So I do love my oatmeal with cinnamon. Exactly. So Mm -hmm. I can get away with this using this recipe. (laughs) Yeah, that does sound delicious. I might try it too. And oatmeal is actually a huge thing in my I want I wanna say in my culture, but it might just be my family. They are obsessed. Like my mom made oatmeal yesterday um, with regular milk, so I could not have it, which is so rude. I'm like, how did you like nurse me and like like make me for nine months and be this callous and not give me, <laughs> not give me oatmeal? That's yeah. Um, but she made it, and like they make it almost every day, and they'll just like make it. Like sometimes they'll have it as dessert and then they'll like blend it for the next morning and have it as breakfast and add more cinnamon and milk into it. It's like, it's big in, it's big in the Remy household. I want to say it might be big in the Haitian household overall, but I have yet to see that. (laughs) Right. So that's a good thing that I like take note as like, I can still carry this into like me being healthy um, and keeping like with authentic dishes. Yeah, that that's a really good point that you bring up. Yeah, we want to be healthy, but still have those d- delicious mm-hmm. like meals that we were like raised that on. we grew up. Yeah, exactly that like we were raised on. Mm-hmm. So yeah, because I will never give up my tacos. So no, I don't think you should. And the, oh, and yes, we did have the conversation about how um, I need to bring you some chiles rellenos. Yes. So when mm-hmm. I was in LA, I did not tell you guys this. I had the best, can I, 
I'm going to say it, but like, I feel like I'm going to butcher it, but it's chiles rellenos. No, yeah, you said it perfectly. Awesome. Yeah, I had that. It was amazing. And it was vegetarian because it was like with queso. So they didn't add the meat into it. And it was, it was, it had cheese and just like avocado, not even guacamole, cheese and avocado. So good. Mm-hmm. I, that's why when I came to New York, I was like, I, that's all I want to eat in Mexican restaurants now. <laughs> <laughs> Is that. Um, but yeah, I think that also is an excellent example of still keeping with the authenticity, uh-huh. but, you know, making it a little bit healthier. Yeah. I'm not like, I'm not sure because I love, I love cheese. So like for me, it might not be all that healthy because I'll probably stuff it way to the max, which is <laughs> way more than a normal person would. <laughs> I probably, if I like made them with your mom and she's like, okay, that's enough cheese. I'd be like, no. <laughs> and like break off you, another block. Yeah. You would probably stuff that chili with a whole bunch of cheese. Yeah. Don't be more cheese than chili. I mean, that's what I, that's pretty much what I like. <laughs> yeah. I also wanted to like say, cause I, recently discovered chilequiles oh yes and i think they're actually pretty healthy to be honest uh let me think i think it mean it's just like tortilla and sauce yeah 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 i think you're right i'm trying to think of like you know how it's prepared but no yeah i think it is healthy yeah it's hearty it's definitely a hearty yeah. oh hell yeah meal. but you see but, how I think of um, chilaquiles, it's like a hangover food. Mm-hmm. Especially... See, it's healthy then. I'm kidding. It is. <laughs> Especially when you have them like super, super spicy and you just sweat out or the alcohol and then you feel so much better after. Yeah, that is one of my favorite like go-tos. And... You still have to... Oh, well, this is actually my fault. You did make me mole. Oops. And I did. I left it in the fridge. Yes, you did. I remember that. But I am very <laughs> much looking forward to eating that. Okay. Yeah. Yes, I will make mole soon. And you but can I think... make it with or without me. Yeah, you can make it with or without me. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. And I've had chocolate in it. Yeah. So and there's there's instances where I just have it and I'll have the rice and I'll put like some mole sauce on top of my rice. And that is delicious. That's all I need. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Exactly. Girl, all I do is eat avocado and rice. <laughs> I think that's actually pretty Caribbean. <laughs> avocado and rice. Well, so my parents don't eat white rice anymore or like the bleached white rice you know the american nonsense export (laughs) they um actually have been able to substitute brown rice and so it's like brown rice and beans which i've never had before until my parents did it so even my parents who are heavily rooted in haiti are like making their own alterations and substitutions that's great though yeah like they 
have had long battles with like metabolic diseases and you know if you know better do better that's always been a saying of mine and I feel like they were really trying to um exercise that so yeah that's good though that your parents are, are you know making the effort I feel like my mom does a little bit more of that versus my dad my dad is just so stubborn yeah we like try so hard and my dad is like it's so bad though because he like drinks a lot of soda mm-hmm. and I'm trying to get him out of that habit and like trying to get him to drink more water and especially in the winter I mean in the summertime but yeah no he's just very stubborn when it comes to that he's like a child I remember we were talking about soda last yeah. week so I guess what we have to do is ban all soda for Karen's dad. Yes, we should. At least in the Bronx. <laughs> <laughs> then we're going we're gonna to hear that your dad is going to Harlem to get soda. <laughs> <laughs> I bet he would make the trip just for soda. Oh, man. Yeah. All right, guys. So that was like kind of like our little breakdown of how we try to be healthier. Yeah. It was a very meandering. I know, I know. <laughs> we weaved a lot of different places. Yeah, it was like veggies, green juice, steak, da da da. Cake. Cake, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I think, like, you kind of see how we, like, still keep the foods that we like while also balancing the healthy stuff. Yes. Mm-hmm. I think that's the most important takeaway is um is that it's balance it really is all about balance at the end of the day it's all about balance in terms of your own health it's all about balance in terms of like keeping the authentic dishes from your culture and then adding some substitutions to make it Mm healthy yeah exactly finding a balance that works for you because everyone is different obviously yeah you hit the nail on the head it is all about balance Mm -hmm. that is our very condensed version of the past, I guess, hour. <laughs> I'm just going to erase everything else we said and then just leave the, it's all about balance. <laughs> our shortest episode yet. All right. All right. Moving on to the next segment, which is obviously our Bronx highlights. And... Yes, this person that, or actually like this company that I'm going to highlight, they are actually from the Bronx. Mm -hmm. And the reason why I discovered them is because Bag Ladies, the podcast, they had an episode last week called Woke Foods. Foods, Yeah. Did Did you listen to it? I did. Okay, so I'm terrible. This was during the this weekend when I was like, you know, in and out of sleep. So I put on a ton of podcasts to listen to and fell asleep. But I did I did get little glistens, glistenings of this episode. Keep going. Anyways, go on. Yeah. So they they had some guests and um one of the guests is uh well their names are Shanet and Merelis. And they have a book called Woke Foods as well. Mm -hmm. 
And so what they do is that it's a corrupt cooperative business model and it taps into healing traditions of Dominican food to create recipes, cooking classes, meal planning, and they also cater at events, which I think is awesome. That is so beautiful. Like, girl. Yep. Ooh, and I know I'm probably going to get some haters for this, but legit, like, there are differences, of course, that like differentiate Dominicans and Haitians. But overall, I see dishes in like Dominican restaurants. I literally know the French version too. That is Haitian. <laughs> so <laughs> you know, there's there's similarities. Um, so to hear that is like so amazing for me. Yeah, because I'm like that is so close to my heart. Because um, like that's my country. Right. The whole Hispaniola island is my country. I <laughs> don't care who has something to say about what, about like how we're divided, blah, 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 blah. I am Hispaniolan. Anyways, that was a little, little rant. But anyways, I just wanted to say how dear, near and dear I hold that to my heart is the food. And like seeing that happening with right. people. And like it's a community effort, so it's a community effort to nourish the community. Girl, I love that. You know me. Yep. So they're doing great things to help out the community in order to just uh, eat healthier, and obviously offer classes as well to just like I guess like teach them how to cook the foods that they love, but just in a healthier way. Right. And these two women are Afro Indigenous Dominican. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> so I, I definitely want... missed that part. Yeah, you did. You gotta re-listen to that episode. I do. Bad ladies don't hate me. <laughs> but yeah, I actually when I listened that ep- to that episode, I was like, this is exactly what I was ranting about at the beginning of our previous episode. Mm-hmm. And now these ladies do a whole episode about it, which I think was great because I did uh get a lot of information from them. It was very educational and uh, it was perfect that they highlighted these two chicas doing great work. That is amazing. Mm-hmm. So I, that is my little highlight. I have a highlight that like kind of piggybacks on your highlight because it also is um, about being conscious, like conscious about the foods we eat and it's guess what? Located in the Bronx. <gasps> Ooh. Mm-hmm. So I want to highlight Next Stop Vegan, which I actually um, was put on by our favorite dandy, Diego Leon. Of course. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah, of course. I love everything he does. So he's actually highlighting um, the fact that he's trying to transition into being a more plant being into a more plant based diet. And Next Stop Vegan, which is a 100% plant-based meal prep service provider um, in the Bronx, will make food for you cooked. It's not even like Blue Apron or HelloFresh where like they grow ingredients and you cook. No, they will make a meal prep for you for the week or for three days or whatever you want. And they'll deliver to you in the Bronx. What? I have to check them out. Mm-hmm. Oh, that is really cool, though. Yeah, because so shout out to my plant-powered sisters. Yeah. 
I think that's a great way though, to kind of like guide people into like the healthier route. Because I think like a lot of people uh, don't want to spend the time doing all the research. And if they have like this food that is already prepared for them and it's delicious as well, then like, it's awesome. Yeah. There's like, I just want to do one little last highlight, but like, it's, I think it's a picture from three day, four, three or four days ago. I'm on their Instagram right now and it's, it looks so good. It's their meatballs, meat in quotes, because it's actually just all plant-based, but it looks like a meatball. Meatball in Spanish, albondigas. Albondigas, yes. Albondigas, mm-hmm. yeah. And that's huge in um, Haitian cooking too. Well, I guess Caribbean cooking, because I know it's big in Puerto Rican cooking too. Anyways, yeah. Um, so I see like these meatballs and then this white rice and like these really colorful veggies. I'm like, oh my oh, god, yummy. This is so good. Like this is like exactly what I grew up eating. It's but, it's like visually good, and I'm assuming that it probably tastes even better. Right. Yeah. And like you said, you did bring up a good point um, that this is a great way to like introduce people, especially mm-hmm. people in the Bronx who like probably live to, next to supermarkets next to you that really can't find any options. And like they just don't know that that's yeah. out there for them. That is a great resource to like reach out to. And it's already made for you. Even better, because my lazy ass will sometimes prefer to just like eat cereal. That's probably why I ate so much meat last week because I was so lazy. I was like, I'm not cooking because when I co- I don't have meat in my household. So when I'm cooking, I don't eat meat. But when I'm like, you know, doing takeout or I'm going uh, yeah. out with friends, I'm going to. That's, yeah. I'm a slip. <laughs> All right, everyone. Well, I think that was a pretty good episode. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We have a person to send to hell today. Do I have one? Let me think. Let me think. No. It's weird. I haven't had. I think that's amazing that you like. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, no, I haven't had anyone that like really like pisses me off that much recently. You also stay off of Twitter or like. I do. You'll go on Twitter and then you'll tweet your little cute things like, "Mm, I look cute today. And then (laughs) you'll be like, oh, Beyonce, cute. So you'll tweet things like that, or like you'll be like, support street vendors. And I'm like, love it. Mm-hmm. And that's it. You're off. You're off online. Meanwhile, I'm out here like, Trump. Yes. <laughs> I should probably do a Twitter detox. Yep. So, do you have anyone to send to hell? Yeah, it is um, the White House <laughs> chief of staff. His name is John F. Kelly. I cannot stand him. He is one of the worst people alive he is very much um a person who subscribes to trump's nativist messages about you know america first Mm, uh he's a nonsense person um i remember when he was like first put into this position as chief of staff because people are like you know he is a decorated veteran he um what was I going to say? He was part of the United States Secretary of Homeland Security. And they're like, he's a serious, no-nonsense person. He can rein this giant toddler in. And I'm like, whatever. I was like, 
I wasn't convinced. Uh, and what even further made me not convinced is when this asshole went went to Haiti. He actually touched out in Haiti, spoke to um, President Jovenel about um, TPS, and he told him that based on what he sees in the country, that the country is ready to receive 30,000 more. Oh, wait, wait, wait. I do remember that you told me that. Yes. He's nonsense. He, and then he, from then on, he's just been progressively, progressively worse. He's just been like showing who he is. You know what I mean? And not even like he's been getting progressively worse. We're just hearing more about how terrible he is. He recently said that if people in Dhaka didn't get off their lazy butts <gasps> and get jobs, maybe they wouldn't have a problem. I'm paraphrasing. What? I don't think that's exactly what he said. No. But he no, did, no. he did diss Dhaka recipients. So what the hell is wrong with him? He and the entire administration, I feel like a broken record. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I mean, yeah, overall, just that whole administration, it's just, they all should just disappear. <laughs> yeah. Um, alrighty, then. Well, I guess this is the end of our episode. This is. I hope we didn't make you guys too hungry. But no. If we did, definitely check out the people we highlighted. Mm-hmm. Um, reach out to us for our recipes we are more than happy to talk about food. I think that's like what we talk about 80% of the time. That's our love. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. We're happy to share recipes. Mm -hmm. And I'm also going to link the episode from bag ladies. So you guys can go check it out because I honestly think that they did (laughs) way better at explaining kind of like just the healthy concept and they didn't get distracted with steak or croissants. (laughs) (laughs) Whatever. Balance. Yes. Balance. They're more prepared and we're more messy. Whatever. (laughs) That's life. Yep. Alrighty then. So this concludes our episode on food. Awesome. So don't forget to subscribe, rate us, and follow us on all our social media platforms, which are Twitter and Instagram. Yep. Catch you guys on the next episode. Bye. Bye.